We have the incredible schus today to continue, actually to finish the second chapter, Parak Beis of Mesilas Yesharim, and Amir Sashem begin Parak Gimel as well, the third chapter, all in one shir. So the second chapter, Parak Beis, concludes as follows. Upashatu, shafidu in pikeach ha'adam alatzmo in bakoholi natzel, yululia kodesh baruch so remember again, the Ramchal taught us in the last shir that the greatest strategy the Yitzhahara employs in order to derail us from accomplishing our life mission is to make us so busy and so preoccupied with everything going on that we have no time to think, no time for zihiros, no time for contemplation, no time for awareness. And as a result, we end up making dramatic mistakes. And the Ramchal says, he says, now, even if a person is wise and smart and thoughtful, one cannot acquire the Midah of Zahiro's thoughtful contemplation on their own. Rather, one always needs the assistance of the Ribbono Shalom. The Yitzhahara is very strong. So the idea is without Siyata Dishmai, without Hashem's help, a person can't accomplish anything, even creating a state of awareness, even creating a state of zihiros. But here's the difference. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that I'm trying, if the Rebbe try sees that I'm trying to acquire this midah of zihiros, of awareness, of, of thoughtfulness, of thinking before I act, when I act, after I act, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that I'm trying to lead a life of awareness, then ultimately he'll help me along this path. Avon, but again, if I don't take care of myself, right? If at the end of the day, I don't do my part to try to live a life of Zihirus, then why should HaKadosh Baruch Hu get involved? If I don't care enough about my life to try to be Zohir, to try to have this awareness, this thoughtfulness, then who else is going to care about my life? As Hillel says in Perke Avos, if I am not for myself, then who is for me? At the end of Ramchal saying, what's complicated about the Midah of Zihilos is that even if I work on it, I can't do it alone. But at least if I put in the effort, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that I'm trying, and the Rebbe Shalom blesses my effort with success because he partners with me. But if I don't care enough about the quality of my life, and I don't care enough about my own existence, to put in the time, ultimately, to be Zohir, to acquire this Midah of Zihiros, if I don't care enough about it, how could I, how could I expect the Rebbe Shalom to care more about my life then I care about my life. We have now concluded Perek Beis of Mesilas Yishar Mazel Tov. We now move into Perek Gimel. The Ramchal writes as follows. So now the title of this chapter is Bebeir Chelki Azir. So remember again, we're going to see that the way Mesilas Yishar is set up is first Ramchal will introduce to us a particular midah, a particular character trait, behavior, hashkafa. And then in the subsequent chapters, he teaches us how to acquire it. Well, I should say, first then he'll explain the different aspects or components of it, and then we'll teach us how to acquire it. So now, there are different components to the Midah of Zihirus. So remember again, just once again, to define our Midah. Zihirus is, A person should be careful. A person should be thoughtful. A person should be aware 
about what he's doing and how he's doing it and how he's living and what direction and what course I'm taking in life. So says Ranchal, If a person wants to really live a life of Zihirus and a person wants to be aware and attentive to what it is and how he's doing it, what he's doing in life and how he's doing it, there are two components. Ha'achos, and this is incredible. This is incredible. The first thing that Amchal says, the first step to Zahiros, is a person has to identify what is the Tova Amiti? What is the ultimate good that I'm working towards? Right? And, and, and conversely, what is the Ra Amiti? What is the, what, what, what's the ultimate negative, the ultimate evil that I should veer away from? In other words, what Amchal is saying is, if I don't have clarity as to what I'm working towards, I can't ever expect to get there. So here, I want to live a life of zihiros. I want to live a life of awareness, right? I want to live a life of contemplation. For what purpose? Ultimately, because I want to reach some, some ultimate life good. Great. Have you identified what the life good is? What's the tofa amiti? What is the true good? that I'm working towards. And conversely, what's the ra'amiti, the ultimate negative evil thing that I want to try to stay away from? Vashenis. That's, that's step one. Step two. Vashenis Step two. Once I've identified the tofa amiti, the ultimate good, and once I've identified the ra'amiti, the ultimate negative or evil, then the second step is trying to figure out on an actional level, right? When I'm about to do something, Will this thing ultimately lead me to the Tov Ha'amiti? Or will it lead me, Chas V'Shalom, to the Ra Ha'amiti? That's step two. So first step, well, I guess what we call it is like cognition. What's Tov Ha'amiti? What's Ra Ha'amiti? And ultimately, second step is actional. Actional. When looking at the actions I'm about to do in life, does this action bring me closer to the Tov Ha'amiti or further from it? Closer to the Ra Ha'amiti or further from it? He goes on, he says, Vizeh. We alluded to this in the last parak. This level of actional analysis really occurs at two different stages, both at the time when a person is actually acting, and right when a person is doing a person is actually doing, and also when a person is not actually doing. What does this mean? And this says the ultimate level we're trying to reach is that I don't do anything in life, I don't commit any action or engage in any dynamic activity without first assessing, will this action bring me closer to the Tov Ha'amiti or far or distance me from the Tov Ha'amiti? That's number one. B'shas Maisa. When I'm about to act, right? So literally, when I'm about to do something, when I'm about to do something, I weigh the action. Tov Ha'amiti, Ra Ha'amiti. V'shalo B'shas Maisa. So listen to this. Let me, let me reframe it a little bit. Ramchal says, there's two times in which we analyze our actions. There's what's, what we'll call the pre-actional analysis and post-actional analysis. Pre-actional analysis says that before I do something, I have to ask myself, I'm about to do something. Is this action going to bring me closer to the tov the ultimate good that I'm working towards in life? 
Or will it bring me closer to the raha amiti, the ultimate negative or evil that I'm trying to avoid in life? That's the pre-actional analysis. Then there's post-actional analysis. And post-actional analysis is exactly as it sounds. I've done. I've acted already. I've done. I've committed the act. Now when I look back at the act, when I look back at the act, what happened? What happened? Ultimately, again, first of all, did the action really accomplish what I thought it was going to accomplish? Did it bring me closer to the Tova Amiti, distance me from the Ramiti? What, what happened? That's number one. Number two, and here's what's interesting, is that sometimes even if an action is inherently good, sometimes in the course of the performance of that action, there may have been negative components. So in my post-actional analysis, even if the action itself was good, are there components ultimately of it that need to be changed going forward? So if we bring this all together, in the beginning of the third chapter, the Ramchal introduces us to this new way of thinking. So first of all, step one, step one is to identify what's the ultimate good, the Tofa Amiti, what's the ultimate evil. I want to go, Raha Amiti, I want to move myself towards the Tofa Amiti, away from the Raha Amiti. Number two, number two, I weigh every single action against those two things. Will my actions bring me closer to Tova Amiti or further away from Tova Amiti? And now in the actional analysis, Ramchal says, two levels of actional analysis. Pre-actional analysis, before I act, asking myself, will it bring me closer or further from the Tova Amiti? And post-actional analysis, after I've done it, A, was I correct in my pre-actional analysis? And B, even if I was correct, even if the action was good, are there components of it that need to change going forward? All right, so we'll stop over here for today. Mazel tov on starting Paragimel. Looking forward to continuing your Hashem tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.